The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818-610-8088. This is your Half Empty Cup of Joe. Pour a cup of this good-smelling coffee. It will taste as good as it smells. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquit and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup. Good morning and welcome the half empty cup here on this Wednesday. Uh, Joe and Jason and we've got Chris Lewis, our Wednesday guest, and it's always uh, great having Chris. You know, he's kind of our our constitutional uh, expert when it comes to those things, and he always has so much great information uh, about the government and, and how it is really operating uh, nowhere close to what the founding fathers had in mind and uh, not following the Constitution. I mean, uh, the Biden administration, it seems like all these administrations, everything's executive order. Uh, we have a non-functioning Congress. Uh, now we've got runaway spending and, and wars breaking out everywhere, Jason. I mean, there's so many places to go. Lots of things to talk about, you know, as, as uh, we see things moving in 2023. Uh, obviously, 2024 will have a lot more. Uh, uh, the circus is coming to town next year, and everybody's going to freak out as to what acts are going to be featured in the circus next year. But in the end, it doesn't matter. Republicans, Democrats, it doesn't matter. But war is going to happen. You know, economic cycles uh, fold over like they are. Economic stress is coming. And uh, it doesn't matter if there's an R or D next to your name. Ain't going to do a single lick of difference at all. When the powers that be that elected all those officials decide that, okay, time to blow things up, right, Joe? Time to blow things up. Ukraine wasn't enough. Time to blow things up in the Middle East. Going to move into Syria. It's going to move into maybe Iran. You know, we'll, we'll see where it all heads. But it gives us a lot to watch, especially moving into 2024, Joe. And Chris... Thanks for joining us. Um, uh, I just don't know what you're going to talk about in the first hour. I know that you're going to have a, a guest coming in with us in the next hour, and uh, should be a good show, Chris. Yeah, I, I hope everybody enjoys it. Um, yeah, you're, you know, it, it's crazy. You know, Yemen, Yemen joined the war yesterday, and it's, you know, it's just expanding regionally, and pretty, you know, pretty soon it's going to be worldwide. And you know, talking about executive orders, you know, I saw Biden issued some executive order the other day about AI. You know, it's going to do nothing, um, you know, and then we've got all these prosecutors, you know, I'm not a Trump fan, don't like the guy, but, um, you know, he is probably pretty unfairly being, being railroaded and, you know, they're trying to remove him off of ballots. And, you know, if democracy is supposed to be so great and it's supposed to work, why not let the people have their say? Um, but, you know, they're trying... It's funny because they they care about the Constitution when they can railroad you into something, and you know they could care less about it every other place in the world. Um, so they're trying to use this Fourteenth Amendment to, you know, stop Trump from running, which is it's abhorrent. Saying he was involved in some insurrection. Let me tell you, if the right was involved in an insurrection, there would be a lot more dead people than uh, 
than one woman who was killed by Washington, D.C. police. Um, so, you know, the whole thing is a farce, uh, you know, like I say, being used to railroad Trump, who, who, you know, I don't, again, I don't like the guy. I don't I, I think he should be Chris, president. Chris, but, I want to ask Chris, I want to jump in because I got, because this has been bothering me. Yeah. So, uh, January 6th, all these people, uh, being prosecuted. Uh, we recently had, uh, after the whole, uh, Israeli thing, all of these people busted into Congress, you know, for, uh, you know, in, in support of, I want to say it was in uh, support of Palestine, literally, you know, busting into session and, and chanting and whatnot. As far as I know, nothing happened. Then we had an actual guy, a member of the House of Representatives, pull the fire alarm during... During session, I mean, to, to stop a vote, right? Why isn't he being charged, right? I mean, because a lot of these uh, people that were being charged in January 6th, you know, they're, they're, oh, Congress was in session and they, you know, they did all this stuff. Uh, and it just seems uh, that, that, well, I guess it only matters what it is that you're doing as to whether or not uh, you're, you're, you're going to be in trouble. Well, yeah, and whether you have a D or an R in front of your name, really. That's, I mean, that's, it's really everything, everything in our government is being weaponized, and it's being weaponized against conservatives, against free If somebody thinkers. during January 6th had pulled that a fire alarm, would they be in jail today, yes or no? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even pull fire alarms and they're in jail. These guys, you know, some of these, no, nobody, and I want to remind this, nobody has been charged with insurrection. Nobody, not one person in jail has been charged with insurrection. So how can they say... Let me, let me, uh, let me jump in with what Joe said, because, yeah, that, that's kind of the whole fruit of it. Uh, I, I haven't paid a lot of attention, but I, when I do, you know, move around and look at some of the January 6th stuff, if, if I was in a high school, and I was unpopular in high school, I, I gave the teachers a lot of problems, right? Um, I'm thinking if the popular kid pulled the fire alarm, probably would, things would go all right, there'd be a, a discussion, and life would go on. If I pulled the fire alarm, yeah, the police would have been called, I would have had some misdemeanor crime to, to have to deal with in the local township, and I get it. So, so these people that are going to jail, Joe, and I've been looking. I looked at this thing a closer about a few months ago. Technically, a lot of the crimes that they're being charged with have some teeth, but it's not the oh, you need to go to jail for 15 years kind of thing. It's the kind of thing, like I said, is, is the average person would get a fine or maybe some probation or something a like that. A misdemeanor, right? Yeah. But they right. actually did Here's the thing. They actually, when they were in there and, and they were pushing, I've, I saw some of the stuff going on. It was much more violent than the right is saying, but it was definitely not as violent as the left was saying. You got a, a tale of two stories, and what they're doing is, is they're making, you know, what do you, how, how many times have we heard this? We must make an example out of them, right? That's what's yep. going on, and yep. I just, uh, you know, I, I wish, I wish, I wish people really knew what was going on uh, in Washington, D.C., because I don't think anyone would have went into that Capitol building at all if they would have known. I don't think anyone would have showed up to the Trump rally if they knew what Trump was, if they really knew that the money that got him elected is the same money that got Biden elected and Obama elected. But nobody wants to research the facts, do they, Chris? No, sir, they do not. You're listening to Chris Lewis. He's our guest on the Half Empty Cup of Joe. We'll have more with him when we return. Do something. 
Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. The Tree Farm's 50 Cent Tree Sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carry-out-sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, buy the first tree at regular price and mix or match the second tree for only 50 cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the tree farm. Are you looking for a simple, powerful way to boost your health and wellness? Gresca C60 Oral Supplement detoxifies your body at the cellular level, supporting brain, muscles, joints, organs, and nerve function. Joe's been taking C60 in sunflower oil for six months, and it improved his chronic joint pain and inflammation. Visit c-60.com or call 720-600-6040. Tell them Naturally Inspired Radio sent you. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. And if there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace, it's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC at 720-203-0731. We're back here, the Half Empty Cup. Joe and Jason, our guest, Chris Lewis. Uh, stay tuned for the second hour. We're going we're gonna to do something a little unique in the second hour. I think people are really going to be curious and, and are going to like it. But if you want to be part of the program, 877-536-1360. And, and Chris, I know we kind of you know got off on, on January 6th and all that. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, what, what, what do you really want to talk about today? Um, you know, I, the breakdown of the family unit and how I think it's intentional and it's really it's, – it's, it, it's going to be a death knell to this country. It already is really um, and, and how, how it's been developed through the years and uh, you, know, you can come at this from so many different angles. Um, but if you, if you go back to like the 1940s and 50s, you start to see this guy named Alfred Kinsey come on the scene. And Kinsey, what he's most famous for is uh, it's called the the Kinsey scale. Um, but essentially, this guy Alfred Kinsey comes around, and he he's a scientist, he's a biologist, and he he starts to actually research what he terms sexology, um, and starts to um, 
in quote unquote inform the public on on sex and essentially uh, how it should be done, how it shouldn't be done, what might be uh, traumatizing and what might not be traumatizing. And he starts to he it's it's crazy. You should really look into this guy Alfred Kinsey, but he he's essentially the modern the modern founder of of of, of where we're at today with this LGBTQ, uh, you know, um, this whole section of society. Um, and it's quite crazy. He actually took a lot of his records from a pedophile, one single pedophile. He misrepresented it and said it was from a whole bunch of people all across the world. Um, but the, you know, he was taking these, these reports from this, this one single pedophile who was, having sex with minors like young young minors like as young as two months old and his research i say i use the word research lightly his research has been used to essentially develop the modern themes we see today um and it's 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 really it's quite scary it's it's actually it's horrific the the man is horrific his research is horrific and all of our current studies are are based on his quote unquote research uh which he largely got from a single pedophile um we can see he was actually funded by the rockefeller foundation surprise surprise right um and you know, every every everything we're seeing today is is it comes from this guy Alfred Kinsey, um, and so what this does is this you know this stops people from having healthy relationships with you know a single spouse, um, and we can see as as time goes on these we can see divorce rates start to rise. We can see you know homosexuality come into being more and more. Not that it wasn't always there because it was. Um, Heck, Abraham Lincoln was probably a homosexual. Um, another rabbit trail you can go down. Um, but we can see his influence develop, and by the 1970s, we can start to see you know divorce rates rise. Um, and as the divorce rates rise, we can start to see uh, marriage rates decrease. I was actually looking at some graphs last night and saw that um, our actually, it's kind of interesting, our divorce rate is at the lowest it's ever been. Um, uh, less than 15% uh, divorce rate uh, as of, I believe, 2020. Um, but then you start to look at the marriage rate and you see that the marriage rate uh, has gone down significantly. Uh, 85 out of 1,000 people uh, were getting married in the 1970s, and today it's down to like uh, 26. Uh, yeah, 26. So you can see the marriage rates have, have, you know, gone to a third. So of course it, 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 it stands for reason that divorce rates, uh, will be less. Um, and of course with lower, lower marriage rates, um, we see, uh, less, less working families, um, and, and we see more dysfunction. Uh, and as this dysfunction happens, what happens is the people then look to government to subsidize them. And once you have the government subsidizing you, your kids learn those behaviors. And so your kids look to the government to subsidize you. Uh, and so, so as we move further down in history, we have this more subsidization from the government. We have less independent people. And essentially, it's more control over, over you, your family, your choices you make. So it's, 
it's just this downward spiral that I see happening, and here we are. Chris, so, uh, essentially, this has been going on for several generations, I think. You know, do you agree that it's, uh, this isn't just the last 20 years? This has been going on for you know maybe up to 100 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. It's been going on for for a long, long time, but I can see, you can start to see, it's interesting, we actually, there's a show, it's called An American Family, I don't know if anyone knows it or not, it's a very famous documentary about this uh, American middle class family that supposedly was living the American dream uh, through the late 70s. Um, so, you know, the 70s, for anyone who can't do math, is about 50 years ago now. Um, so, you know, Right after this documentary happens, the, this family actually ends up, they, the husband and wife end up getting divorced, uh, they, uh, and, and we see divorce rates actually skyrocket uh, like a social contagion. Um, so I, I, I think all of this stuff is, is it's, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's forced upon us, essentially. Um, we don't, it's like a Bernays thing, right? Uh, you know, they're they're pushing this through the media, and then we see the results happen in the public, and then it just becomes a part of our culture, and we don't even realize that these things were forced upon us in the first place. These these ideas, you need a permission giver, someone who's willing to think outside of the, someone who's willing to do something outside of the box, and then someone else sees it, and then you know, a social contagion happens. You see it with suicide all the time. If somebody who's very popular in the culture commits suicide, you'll see suicide rates jump. Well, somebody, if something is very popular in culture and they get a divorce, you'll see divorce rates jump. And we can it's see the these. copycat effect, right? Ex exactly. Well, they call it the, the copycat effect. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think this American family documentary is, isn't a, you know, a direct result of this copycat effect. We see divorce rates just skyrocket through the eighties. And so, then the kids see Chris, this. Yeah, go for it. Let me ask you this, Chris. How, how much of this is this, just the people's fault, just a downward ride in, uh, in uh, morals? Or how much of this is government-driven? And, and my, my example I always go to when it comes to, the, uh, to, when it comes to this is in the 70s. Mm -hmm. uh, and I go back to the, you know, the Aaron Russo piece we play once in a while. You know, he was talking to David Rockefeller. This guy was one of those big club members, one of the elites that we that people of the they. When to, oh, they're keeping us down. It's he's one of the they, and they were recruiting him. They wanted Aaron Russo to become one of the uh, Council on Foreign Affairs uh, members. Uh, uh, and and in, in years of talking and having a friendship with David Rockefeller, one of the things he asked Aaron Russo was like, "What do you what did you think of of women's live in the seventies? What did you think of that?" And he's like, yeah, that was good. Equal pay for women. Women get out to work more and get more jobs. And then uh, David Rockefeller said, you're an idiot. Yep. We made that happen. Yep. We created that. And, you know, there's two reasons we created that. One, half the people weren't being taxed. So now we got more tax revenue. We got everybody uh, pitching in. You know, when the, when the, when the, when the uh, housewife is at home doing laundry and dishes and taking care of the kids – uh, we don't get any. We don't get any of that. So we get them in the workforce. We get to tax them. Number two is we get the children in our in our school system, and we get to tell them how we, how we want them to think. Okay. To me, I think government and and the people. I guess it's both the government's fault, but it's also the people's fault. The people allowed the government to get like this. So I guess it's the people's fault. But then the government sure did put us in a big trap and 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 make us think that divorce is okay, 
and that children in school all day and not learning from their parents is okay. The parents are essentially the enemy and all the stuff we're seeing now in the last few years. I think it's just circling the drain, so to speak. And it's, it's uh, government has really got its foot on our, on our throats right now. No. Yeah, absolutely. It, you know, I, I think it's probably 50, 50, right? I mean, we have become morally decayed, uh, and that is of our own doing. But we have also been – these ideas have been pushed on us by the media, right? Like you said, like women's lib, right? And that was pushed by the Rockefellers. If you go look at Alfred Kinsey, it was pushed by the Rockefellers, right? They're trying to do this. And if you look at the elite, the what do the elite do? And by – you know, they're not elite. What do the rich men of the earth do? They <laughs> – they they keep it in the family. They take yep. two rich families and they marry together and they keep everything in the family as much as is feasibly possible. And, and divorce is almost never allowed in those families. Exactly. No matter how terrible the marriage is, right? Because they're trying to keep it in the family. And so so what do they do? They push the exact opposite on, on an unknowing public, an uninformed public. Who just goes along with it they see these examples and they follow these examples and so you know i you know it's a it's a mix and it's chris, hard to say which came first the chicken or the egg but it's it's definitely a chris mix. when your family is weak it makes their family stronger they understood this you know generational wealth generational power and they know that if all the other families of their territory are weak then they can have full control over that that territory, but we got to call it. If we got to call, if you want to call in, it's eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. Glenn, thanks for being patient. I wanted to get you in before the segment ended. Uh, what is your uh, what What is your comment today? Well, you were talking about free and fair elections earlier, and I, if that was the case, you'd have you'd have um, oh my gosh, you'd have uh, you wouldn't have. I'm trying, you'd have Ron Paul, and you wouldn't have Hillary, Hillary Clinton forced out. Uh, there's a wacky senator from from upstate. Um, what's Bernie name? Sanders. Um, Bernie Sanders. Bernie, right? You'd have those. Right, you'd have those two. But no, we can't have free elections here in this country or fair elections because they don't. They've got to control who wins. All right. The same thing goes overseas. If you were to have a free and fair election in Saudi Arabia, the royal family would not be in power, nor would the mullahs be in power in Iran. So they're never going to let you have a free and fair election. You did happen to have an election in Palestine where Hamas took over, and they were able to take over, and they were able to cement their their hold just by sheer terror. So once again, no free, fair election there because people don't, I mean, and, and look, we didn't like who won in any of those places okay so we're not going to allow that to happen and what's that tell you about democracy when we won't allow the will of the people to, to, to be to be held i mean it, it just shows you that democracy is a joke when we when we try to promote it we don't want democracy in countries because then the wrong people would get elected and we couldn't control them it's just that simple it's just that simple glenn, I, I glenn, in your estimation glenn uh, in the middle east is, is that a an ancient rivalry going on there or is this just economics and territories and assets going on over there it's all of that it, it, and, and well, i tried to tell you this before and you didn't believe me it's a clash of cultures it, it, you've got the sunnis and the shiites and the sufis and the, which is the, the hippie version of, of islam 
and none of them get along. And the whole thing over in Israel, over in the Middle East is that they're on diametrically opposed to each other. No, also, so Glenn, Glenn, I got to say this. I do, I did understand you, Glenn. I did understand you said that. I just said in Saudi Arabia. They were able to uh, paper over those ancient rivalries by be- becoming no, so massively wealthy. Off, they well, they bought them off. off. So, I mean, that, that is a way you got ancient rivalries to go away because you paid them off. I mean, look, here, let me let me play what's going on in the Middle East. It, it's, I'd love to play this once in a while. Listen to this. 27 seconds. Listen to this. And then they say he left troops in Syria. You know what I did? I left troops to take the oil. I took the oil. The only troops I have are taking the oil. They're protecting the oil. I took well, over We're taking the oil. oil. We're not taking well, oil. Well, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. They're I mean, protecting we, the facility. I don't know. Maybe we should take it. But we have the oil right now. Maybe we should take it. I don't know. Glenn, hold over the, the, the segment. We'll, we'll get more with Chris and Joe on the other side. You're listening to the Half Empty Cup of Joe. KHNC is proud to carry MyKind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. 
My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at Cup of Joe, Joe and Jason. Uh, we got Chris Lewis with us, and uh, the professor uh, Glenn Glenn Biddle is, is with us. You know, we're I thought we we're going to talk Kinsley and, and that's <laughs> but uh, we, we keep getting sucked back in. Uh, to, to, well, to Glenn, Glenn went back to the first segment, Joe. Glenn Glenn came in just after the first segment. He wanted to talk first segment, so he he brought us back. I talked to Chris on the break. He said it's okay, Joe. So we'll we'll go wherever we need to go, right, Joe? Well, I'm going to say this. I wouldn't be so confident about Saudi Arabia fixed its problem. Uh, you know, they murdered that journalist uh, not so long ago. Khashoggi. Uh, and I wonder, yeah, I wonder, you know, is it just below the surface, right? And they're waiting uh, for opportunity. You know, uh, they do a very good job of suppression in that nation. So I'm not so confident that somehow Saudi Arabia is the magic bullet and they were just money fixed everything. Uh, these are fanatical people. Uh, they, they, there's, you know, all the way into biblical times of uh, this deep seated uh, hatred for each other. You know, people don't realize, you know, they didn't care for the Palestinian people at all. Uh, these nations that now pretend that they care about them, uh, they didn't uh, at all before this. But you know what? They they just hate Israel and the Jews more than they hate the Palestinians. You know, this whole thing's a lie. If you, It's, it's crazy. This all goes back to Jacob and Esau, right? Two brothers fighting it out over a blessing that, you know, they were supposed to get from their dad. Uh, and, you know, both basically these two religions branch off from there. Um if you go read the Bible, you'll see that actually the word Palestinian was a derogatory term for the Jews uh, used by Romans. Um, and then in the 1960s, these Arab people pick up that term and say, we're not Jews, we're Palestinians. And you could just, all of these lies, you know, <laughs> words mean something. They're supposed to mean something, but we just willy-nilly use them, have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Uh, and... You know, so we get this weird, convoluted, you know, Palestinians against Jews when really Palestinians yeah. were Jews. That was it. And so everything's just a lie. And yeah, no, the money didn't fix the issues. The money just hid the issues for a while until people get, you know, complacent. They're like, oh, the money's not enough. I mean, look, 
Turkey's the same way. Turkey is very good at oh, suppressing yeah. its people. And then you've got Erdogan the other day coming out and being like, oh, we're going to take out the Jews, even though he's a part you know, of it's, NATO. It's interesting, and- Chris. It's, it's interesting you bring up Turkey. Do you know there's seven different armies in Turkey or in uh, Syria right now? Turkey has taken over 20 miles of the southern, uh, the northern border of Syria yep. because of the refugees coming out. And I, I mentioned this the other day to Joe. There's well, three they're, they're s- taking that over because they, they hate the Kurds, and, and they want to protect Well, it's also the, refugees. The, the refugees from Syria have been pouring over so bad the last few years, Joe, that they want a zone to, to, to buffer that because they were having such a humanitarian crisis. And they just, without Syria's permission, just went in there. There's Russian troops in there. There's American troops in there. There's three Syrian armies. You have ISIS in there, and you have the Kurds in there. I hardly think that Syria is even a country the way that's being run. I mean, Assad is only one of those three armies, and supposedly he's the one in charge of the country. So, so I think a lot – and, Glenn, I wanted to go back to you because you, you, you brought up, uh, you know, the ancient rivalries is a big part of it, which I agree. But I know that there is a way of financially papering over it. What do you, what do you say? Like I said, the, the Saudis paid off the Wahhabis to leave them alone and just let us run the country, and you can do whatever you want. The Wahhabis yes. fund madrasas all over the world, which are the which is basically the uh, the schooling for Muslim kids, biblical schooling or the, well their version of it, and it's all over. I mean, they, they even have fund mosques here in the United States. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's what's going on. I've been in Saudi Arabia; they don't like us too much over there. They like they love our money. They love our protection when they needed it. But and I mean, this, you have to go back to, to when World War One was going on and the Sykes Pico Agreement, and the Balfour Declaration, the, the Sykes Pico Agreement. The French and the British were just dividing up the post World War One world after it was over, and they, they didn't care. We're just going to draw a line across the map, and this who's going to live here and who's going to live here. None of that worked. Every the, the way one war ends is the way the next war starts, and no one wants to. Look, study their history and know what's going on. The same thing with Ukraine and Russia right now. I totally understand why Putin is doing that based off World War II history and, and drawing of maps, but yet we can't talk about that because, oh, you love Putin. No, I love history, and I actually know what, what's going on. I'm smart, and you're not. <laughs> because you're, I mean, I hate to say it that way, but that's what it boils down to because most people's eyes glaze over in about 10 seconds if you start trying to explain to them the history of things because they, they don't they don't want to oh, what's on TV what's who's going to win the Super Bowl or who's going to win the World Series well, well Glenn That's Glenn maybe you maybe you pegged it Glenn maybe you pegged it if they can get the rest of the world to sit mindlessly in front of their television like Homer Simpson then all of the old rivalries will melt away and everyone will do what the TV says they just haven't really uh, accomplished that in the Middle East yet is that maybe you you figured it out well they have they have a pretty good mouthpiece over there called Al Jazeera, which I've been looking at quite a bit lately because actually if you filter out the slant to it, they actually have a lot of interesting news on there, which I've been looking yep. at because I like to I yep. like to look at all sides yep. and I, I can I can think for myself. I'll I'll put I'll be more modest. I'm not a smart I'm not a smart guy. I can think for myself. How about that? I can critically think I, I like that. Okay. I like Joe that. your yeah. comment. Well listen, you know I think Glenn brings up some a really great point about these lines being drawn after these wars. And, and this is uh, the lines being drawn extremely poorly leads to the next war. Uh, and it's interesting because I saw something where uh, 
in in now I don't know if this is prominent thinking in Israel, but they want to move the Palestinians uh, into Egypt and just get rid of all you know, kind of hey. This line was drawn really bad. We need to fix it. And here's how we fix it. We just take these people and we move them somewhere else. Uh, and I think that's kind of uh, a lot of this. Wouldn't it be great if, if we could sit down and say, okay, everybody in the world, you know, that's got these, we, we drew these bad lines in World War One. We drew more bad lines in World War Two. Can we all sit down and agree how to draw the new lines? And I just don't think they could. I don't think there'd be agreement on how to draw those lines. There wouldn't. We right. had the same thing in Africa, too. I mean, if you want to know why Africa is the dark continent, it's because of, you know, f the French and the British uh, just willy-nilly drawing lines, dividing up territory. You, you need three things for a good country, language, culture, and borders. And when those things don't coalesce together, you end up with civil war uh, and lots of death. You end up with terrible society, language, culture, and borders. So you got to take those into account. If you don't, the world is just screwed. Wyoming Tom calling in. You'll be up next. If you want to call in, it's 877-536-1360. We'll be right back. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out. 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com, use your promo code KHNC to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Reasons to own gold. Reason number 725. The government goes out of its way to make you believe Social Security has an account with your name on it with money just for you. But the Supreme Court ruled that payments due under Social Security are not property rights and are not protected. Social Security is merely a tax and the government is under no obligations to pay you anything. Call the Patriot Trading Group 800-951-0592 or visit All American gold.com
empty cup joe and jason uh we got chris lewis with us and uh we're gonna queue up wyoming tom here in a minute but just think about you know i think chris chris really hits on it right hey if you don't share a language if you don't share a culture and religion part of a culture and you don't have a border there's probably not going to be peace within that country and we seemingly have that you know playing out in all these places that you know and i'll just use as you know the middle east the, the former uh soviet union and in that block all of these places right we continue to have instability because you don't have those three things and, and, and inside these nations and it's very hard to get the other side to assimilate right because well i'm not you know i'm not assimilated to them and they're like i'm not assimilating to you right well you're seemingly if you go somewhere else oh i'll assimilate to that but but when it's within the borders it just seems like it, it doesn't happen Agreed. Agreed. For, for sure, uh, Joe. I uh, want to get to the callers. I got a couple of them coming in. If you want to come in, 877-536-1360. I need to uh, put uh, Tom in. Wyoming Tom, thank you for calling in, man. What is your comment today? Well, good morning. Uh, thank you for taking this phone call. This is a call I've been wanting to make for a long time. And I think we're just nibbling around the edges here. To Chris's point, um, yeah. The, the family unit was destroyed on purpose. You know, last comment. You know, last comment I hear is the world is screwed. You know, my cup's half full. I've always needed a bigger cup, but right now, um, it's hard not to be demoralized. So, if you're going to destroy the family unit, you're going to destroy religion. If we're going to demoralize the people, these are all communist principles. And we're just nibbling around the edges. We need to call it what it is. This is all Marxism. Nothing happens that isn't planned out. And I guess what I am struggling with is how do, how do you not just give up? At this point, you talk about Social Security, yeah. it's all going to, you know, I'm to the point, I just spend this money, I'm going to burn this crap down just like they are. <laughs> and, and how do you not give up? And, Tom, let me ask you a question. Um, let me ask you a question. Okay. In my my view, of my understanding, and in looking at the information, I think we've been in a socialist country since 1913. It's just been disguised under the uh, under the uh, idea of freedom for the first few decades. Once World War II is over, all the fascists were here, you know. And we and yeah, there, there was the illusion of freedom. There was illusion of liberty. But when, first of all, we gave away our sovereignty by giving away our monetary system to a private entity. We then had a taxable system. The IRS created the same year. And then in 1933, we had the, uh, the War Powers Act, which just essentially gave the president the authority to just sidestep and throw the uh, Constitution in the trash anytime there was a so-called emergency. Look at COVID. The Constitution was trampled on. Look at 9-11. Constitution is trampled on. Uh, and, and I think we've been in a socialist country, Tom. I think what you're seeing is the illusion that we sort of had these freedoms that in, in, in society was functionally better. 20 years ago, 30, 40 years ago. I think I think uh, we're the pigs in the trap, and they're putting down that fourth wall behind us, and we're like, uh-oh, I don't think we can get out. Is that, is that kind of how you feel where we're at, Tom? Exactly. It's exactly how I feel. I mean, I mean, we can't just ignore it anymore. You can't deny it. And I mean, the hardest part for me is, and it is one of the communist principles, you got to demoralize the people. 
and um, man, I'm here. And, and and I'll add the social contracts of the '60s to Chris's point here earlier. This is what destroyed the family unit: the welfare, the entitlements, you know, the all the statistics. You look at you know, and, and you look at the African-American family and how that all started crumbling, and you know. In the 60s, and, and, you know, we're just a little bit behind them because we're all here now. And um, I think, Tom, you got, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it because if you don't have your spouse to lean on, you don't have your children to, to lean on, then I guess the only other thing there is is your, your mom and dad government to lean on. And government's not there to help us, are they? No, and it used to be community would take care of each other. I was having yeah. a conversation yep. this morning, you know, the churches, the people, the community. Oh, no, no, no. Now we need government. Well, Tom, when the family next door is yelling and screaming at each other and they have a horrible family unit next door, it's, it's kind of hard to warm up to the family next door if, if you mm-hmm. know that they're having internal strife, right? I mean, a, a, lot, of, a lot of communities were, you know, the families were, were held together and, and there was help, there was support. But the support's gone because I think just like uh, Chris brought to the air today and what you're saying, that the family unit has been destroyed from outside in. The outside has come in and destroyed the family from within is how I see it, Tom. I agree with you, you know, and I think we a lot, a lot of our listeners today, are, you know, recognize that. But sadly, what I don't have is a solution other than move to the Caribbean someplace and, and just buy some time. I, I don't know. And I've got it better than most, you know. Um, it's just frustrating. I appreciate the conversation, the topic. It's it's, it's not comfortable. But, I'm, you know, I think if, if, I hope if enough people have awareness of what's really happening and how this has been scripted, and it's not, there are no coincidences. These people aren't incompetent. No, they know exactly what the hell they're doing. Well, Tom, and Tom, uh, Tom, thank you for the phone calls. I want you to stick around for the second hour because I think Chris's topic today about the family unit is going to lean heavily into the second hour with Mary, if, if I'm right, Chris, right? The, yeah. I think we're going to have a, a lot more of this. Yeah, to a certain extent, definitely. I, You know, I, there's no one single solution, right? We It has taken hundreds of a hundred years, hundreds of years for us to get into this situation. And it will take us a long time to climb out of it. Um, and you know, every, every new person born doesn't know what's going on yet. So they need to be, you know, in inculc inculcated into our viewpoint. Otherwise the state will get them and, and, you know, get them, you know, to follow the state. And so it becomes harder and harder as the media gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And, and I, I do re- see real hope because we're at least breaking through that paradigm. Uh, every day I, I hear from people on the left and the right who are like, the media is crap. They're just lying to us. Now they come to a different solution, um, but they're at least yes. seeing the fact that they're being lied to. So there, I think there is some hope. We just need to take control of the reins and we need to push forward as hard as we can. Um, and try to come up with our own solutions, local, before we go worldwide. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. 
Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. Empty cup, Joe and Jason, uh, along with Chris Lewis, and you know the 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 family side of things. It, it's amazing that the lengths that the government went to. You know, uh, you know, we started talking about about uh, was it uh, Kinsley? Kinsey, uh, yeah, was a, Alfred Kinsey, yeah, Kinsey, right? And and they made a a, a movie about him, right? And and uh, a very a very. Uh, sexualized uh, doctor, if you will, that, you know, Chris said, hey, this guy gained, gained prominence uh, with the with the Rockefellers, and, and, and his work was kind of passed along as, as gospel, uh, which, which, of course, led to, I don't, I don't I, you know, this, uh, they'll call it the awakening, if you will, and, and women in the workforce, uh, Look at all the entitlement stuff, especially the, the, on the poverty side. Yes. Uh, food stamps, rental assistance, all of these things, all designed to be, hey, if you're not married, uh, nope, right? The, the boyfriend can't live there. The fiance can't live there, right? They, they didn't want that you to, you know, the, the, no, the, this is, we're going to draw the line here and make it very difficult uh, and really affected the black com- community uh, immensely with with some of these things that I think that are idiotic. Because uh, why wouldn't you want uh, if two people want to live together, raise a child together? That 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 should be uh, the goal everywhere. But uh, again, think about today where it is that essentially a lot of people they don't want to have kids anymore. I can't tell you. How many people that I know, the kids that I used to coach, 
in basketball grew up, you know, they're in their, their 20s and their 30s. And they're like, I don't want kids. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily even be married, right? I, I, I'm, a, I'm independent. Uh, and, and at the same time, the ones that do, uh, mom and dad are working in, in the things that, that are, people are exposed to today. Younger kids, because of the Internet and cell phones, and, and it, it's, it's the exact opposite of what you want. You need, and I don't care if it's mom or dad, you need that adult at home to help these kids manage through this stuff and, 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 and keep an eye on them. And it's the exact opposite. And I think this, too, has a lot to play in what we're seeing with, with people who seemingly uh, want j- just snap, right? They, they lose all, you know, they, they, they just go off. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this is another big part of that as well, this, you know, the depression and all of these other things is because they grew up. And they didn't have that family structure to help guide to guide them and teach them right from wrong and monitor what was happening. And 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 again, I think that the government loves this stuff. Yeah, it empowers them. And look, there's a program in Colorado. If you're a single mom, you get forty thousand up to forty thousand dollars free. Right? I mean, that's life changing money. And. You know, it's carrots and sticks, right? So, you know, if you do good, you get a carrot. If you do bad, you get a stick. Well, they're giving these people carrots for doing bad. It promotes terrible behavior. And so the terrible behavior not only continues, but exacerbates. And we can see the result in in the youth of today uh, throughout all of society. And guess what? They use the school system to replace... The family to replace the parent, uh, and it's just really creating a society where who knows what these kids are. Nobody knows what anybody is anymore. We'll be back right after the break. Do something. Thirteen sixty KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Scheming liberals think they've checkmated Republicans by charging them with crimes in state courts in Atlanta and in Michigan. Scary terms like unpardonable litter the airwaves on the Sunday morning talk shows, misleading the public to think that President Donald Trump cannot pardon crimes 
prosecuted in state courts. This is more fake news by the left. A conservative president in 2025 would have total power to pardon all who have been victimized by these politically motivated prosecutions, including those criminally charged in state courts. Many presidential pardons over more than two centuries have fully protected the recipients against all prosecutions and judicial proceedings, as President George Washington broadly stated in his first pardon in 1797. No one credibly doubted then or now that a presidential pardon protects against state court prosecutions. The text of the Constitution and decisions by the U.S. Supreme Court support a broad pardon power as a prerogative exclusive to the president. The Supreme Court has repeatedly held that pardon and commutation decisions have not traditionally been the business of the courts. As such, they are rarely, if ever, appropriate subjects for judicial review. Former Chief Justice, the late William Rehnquist, explained on behalf of the U.S. Supreme Court that clemency and pardon power is committed, as is our tradition, to the authority of the executive. The pardon clause is set forth in Article 2, Section 2, Clause 1 of the U.S. Constitution and applies to all offenses against the United States. All of the election integrity conduct by Republicans is viewed by Trump haters as an offense against federal elections, and thus the conduct is pardonable regardless of where the charges are filed. Any candidate for office who uses the line that the president cannot pardon in state cases as an excuse to not commit to pardoning Donald Trump and other targeted Republicans is a liar. We need a president who understands the proper role of the presidential pardoning power as a tool to right injustices in our judicial system. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The hypocrisy and lies of the liberal media are alarming and even incite public unrest. But the fake news and the commentators whose slant coverage are finally being exposed. At phyllisschlafly.com, we promise to provide timely alerts and take effective action on your behalf. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. This is Tammy with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. NaturallyInspiredHealthNetwork.com. Connecting people with real solutions for health. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank. Which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951
It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50 Cent Tree Sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout size shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7 to 8 foot tall flowering tree for only $269.50 and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7 gallon trees for only $270. You Come take I 25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693. This is your half-empty cup of joe. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquint and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup. The half empty cup, Joe and Jason, Chris Lewis, and we're gonna bring on a Chris has a, a special guest with us and and just to just to finish my thoughts here, uh, this has really turned into especially, you know, my wife and I, you know, we're we're gonna hopefully have grandkids someday, you know, we kinda talk about that and and we always say the same thing, man. I don't know, it's gonna be much different and especially for for boys i think this has been uh this has really turned into uh a very very difficult time uh for boys young men men in general uh the, the it seems like that for whatever reason the powers that be uh really are attacking uh attacking males chris that's just kind of how i see it no, yeah, I definitely. I mean, they're all toxic and they're terrible, especially if you're white. Um, you're you're gonna, you know, you're gonna do bad things, and you're just you're a toxic man, and just shut up and sit down and be good. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of scary, you know. Um, you know, it's not a solution to all of our problems, but um, I I met this awesome lady, uh, Mary Sweeney, who runs a small business, and who kind of you know i i don't want to do too much for her, but it, she kind of you know takes the reins of these young men and and guides them in the right direction um and it's it's a passion of hers and i just you know i thought she would be a great guest on here um so you know i said hey mary you should you know you should maybe come down to the show and and you know give a talk on your business and what you do and so so with that you know mary what uh tell us a little bit about your business my business is called The Way of the Wild, and I got into this for health reasons about 23 years ago. That's when I started studying survival skills, and that is the essence of my business. How I define survival skills has evolved over time, and how I work with the kids that I work with now has evolved over time. But when I first got into this, I happened to meet a, um, 
a gentleman who was a survival skills teacher. He was also a, a doctor. And he persuaded me that I needed to spend more time outdoors. And he, he suggested survival skills. And he took me to a class. And after I took that first class, it was a week long, and after I took that first class, I, I never turned back because I realized that there was a, a way of achieving uh, a true sense of freedom, at least for me, that um, all the things that I believed about up till then about who I needed to be and how I needed to uh, function in the world just fell away when I realized that everything that I might need was actually in nature. And if I knew how to relate to it and find it, that it would be there for me. It was a sense of kind of a sense of freedom. Over time, I have realized that there's, there's something very effective about being able to bridge our modern world with that, that primitive natural world that's important in our society today. Because there's a lot of good things that are going on for us in society, but there are also, um, it's also really important to have a practice of relating to nature, for me at least it is, that will allow us to really um, understand ourselves better as beings on this planet. So I'm going to um, talk a little bit about what Chris was talking about. And I'll, I'll say my, uh, my business is actually located in Boulder, <coughs> Colorado. Um, I started it there and I've kept it there. But um, that's where most of my kids are that I work with. But I've, I've worked elsewhere in the country as well. And my philosophy about survival skills has evolved. I, I know many, many people who are, are far more um, knowledgeable and experienced in survival skills than I am. And I know many, many people who are far less <laughs> uh, uh, knowledgeable and effective than I am. And so... I teach what I know, and if I don't know something that I want to offer to the kids, if a kid asks me to learn something or they want to learn more, um, I'll go out and I'll learn about that. And I bring that up. Mary, Mary when you say survival skills, uh, can you be a little more uh, specific? Cause it, I mean, there's, there's survival skills in, in a public school. There's survival skills out in the mountains when you're camping. I mean, what, what, what uh, type of survival skills are you kind of le le leading these kids, these boys to? Thanks for asking that. That's a good question because it was one of the points I wanted to make today. Um, and I was going to give a context for that. But what I'll say is um, I work with boys and girls. I have more boys come to me than girls. Uh, it's just the way it's been. But I've had a lot of um, girls come to the programs too. <clears throat> Some of them have stayed with me for a long time. Many of my clients have stayed with me for you know, uh, a decade or more, uh, which is a long time in a child's life. But in answer to your question, um, I, I, I am of the philosophy that everything that we know in our lives is really a measure for what's around us. And beyond that measure, there's another, uh, there's something else to be known. It's like we're always looking at the figure instead of noticing the ground, so to speak. So survival is something we're always in, in my opinion. But it's not... Um, the dire sort of um, lost in the woods and dying out there necessarily. That is one version of it, but another version is just driving down the street and paying attention to what's around with you. So this is why I, I greatly uh, stress developing awareness, awareness of what's around you, not in a way of... Um, Noticing every single thing, but in a way of noticing how you're feeling, noticing what you're noticing. Like, you'll feel something that is maybe off for you, and that will give you information. 
And this is a big part of what I teach the kids. I teach them um, to come into my classes. We're in, we're in a natural setting. We're in a wild setting. Truly, it is a wild setting. It's not, there's no like paths or anything except the ones we make. And I'm, I'm teaching them to um, pay a lot of attention to what's around them, but also what's going on inside. Excellent. You're talk- we're talking to Mary here on the Half Happy Cup of Joe. Chris Lewis has brought her in to be our guest in the second hour. Stay with us. Joe and Jason will be right back. You're listening to the Half Empty Cup of Joe. Bleed stop. Clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound. Apply direct pressure and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds. Bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular bleed stop website prices. Get yours today. Any major disaster, especially weather-related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted, and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months? That's why the smart move is to secure your family's personal supply of the most reliable emergency food you can buy. Having at least four weeks' worth of food is not a luxury. It's mandatory. If you don't want you and your family to end up in this situation, go to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button at the top of the page. That's 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too, don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, 720-680-0492. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818 818- Six one zero eight zero eight eight. Empty Cup, Joe and Jason, uh, Chris Lewis, and, and Chris, uh, I apologize, uh, Our your guest name? Mary Sweeney. Mary is with us, and, and Mary, I got, obviously, uh, it sounds like you're using nature a, a, as a way to, to, to help kids, I mean, is there uh, certain kids that, that uh, you find coming to you that, that, that you're able to to get through and, and help more than others, uh, like uh, kids that maybe uh, ha- are battling with depression or self-worth, or uh, maybe it's just uh, stress and, and anxiety. 
uh, of what's going on in, in the world, uh, you know, in, in teaching them not only, you know, obviously survival skills and, and but being in tune uh, with, with, with nature and being in tune with their body, being aware uh, of what's gr- uh, going on or, around them. Uh, but but is there, you know, is, is there certain people that seem to really find uh, what you do beneficial? It's a little bit uh, hard to answer that because uh, there was a point in time as a teacher where I realized that I was going in and trying to teach kids and I had an agenda that had to do with making them learn what I knew. And by that I mean I, if they didn't show an interest in certain kinds of skills, a lot of these skills are things like you'll see on those survivor shows, but like if they didn't show an interest, if they didn't see the importance of it, then I would become, I'd feel bad. Like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing it right or whatever. <clears throat> and then I finally realized that the reason I do this is I do this for me. I mean, I'm learning these skills because I'm interested in them because I want to know about them because I'm compelled by them. And so I got to the point with kids where I would just look at them and say, well, this is what I'm going to do. Um, you can walk with me if you want. You can take this path too if you want to, but I don't force things on them. The only things I really um, force a lot of structure are on are things that have to do with safety. So I won't let them do uh, certain things uh, that could injure them, and I. But I will negotiate with them around their level of capability, and based on how they know them. You know, one of the things we pride ourselves in. On, in our work is to get to know each student as an individual. My background is in learning theory, learning theory and developmental psych. That's where I got all of my education. And so, and that was at an advanced level. And it all finally came together for me by working with these kids, where I started to see them as very distinct individuals. Like if you have a tree full of apples, no apple will be exactly the same. And you have to meet them in that place. They feel it. They're incredibly, most of them are incredibly aware of when you are engaging with them in an honest and sincere way to know them and help them do what they want to do. And in all honesty, if they don't want to do what I want to do, if I'm not right for them, if this is not where they're motivated, or if they've developed a way of acting with adults that they've decided they have to be a certain way. They don't stay with me. They self-select out. But the kids that do stay with me, they get stronger. And they enjoy developing that relationship of trust with me and the other instructors that I have there. So it's a very interesting process. And it's, um, it's full. It, it, it's, it's got a lot of uh, nourishment. In so, it. Mary, what what is the goals? I guess I, I don't know if that's the right word or not. What is the, what? Where is the place you're trying to take these boys and girls when they come? Obviously, they probably have problems or they're needing some sort of help in some area. What? Where is the uh, the goal? Where are you? Where Where are they needing to be placed or put? Or, or, or what advice are you trying to get to them to to understand? Help is a relative term. I mean, I work in Boulder. Almost all of the kids come to me um, are not worried about whether they're where they're going to sleep whether they're going to have good food, um, they have advantages. <clears throat> so, um, but no individual, nothing is ever uh, perfect. Nothing is ever, or we probably wouldn't be here because we'd have nothing to learn. Nothing is ever, you know, um, 
trying to think of the word, like, I don't know all the things that are necessarily going on with them in their lives. So <clears throat> oftentimes what I'm really trying to do is understand who they are, give them opportunities to use those strengths and be successful, and then from that place, push them into places where they don't feel as confident or they have certain notions about what they're doing that, um, or about other people that I want them to have the opportunity to get by. I can't make them do anything unless I want to dominate them. I'm relating to them. I want them to have the chance to be okay with who they are and to grow from that place. So <clears throat> in, a, uh, in a sense, there's a, excuse me, <clears throat> there was a psychologist, uh, uh, cognitive psychologist named Lev Vygotsky. And he talked about holding uh, scaffolding within a, a, a small society, scaffolding a student's learning. So that when they get stuck in certain places, you might literally physically help them do things, or you might have to have a different kind of explanation. You might have to deal, a, a appeal to different parts of that person in order to help them move through that process so that they developed enough skill with something so they could begin to explore that skill, develop more capability. What we do is we look at them and we say, what is this kid strong at? And I'm, I've got, you know, young men that I work with who are like anywhere from 16 to 20. And we'll talk about it. What do you see in him? What do you see in her? And then from that place, if they have some hesitancy about moving into places where they don't feel as confident, then we, we once they have this strength, they have this sense of, hey, I can do something. Then we have them do something else. So if a, if a kid is really good at... Um, making fires or something. I'm going to look at him and I'm going to say, I want you to teach this kid over here how to make a fire. And then he has to do something he's not as good at. But he'll do it, he'll work at it, and he'll grow from there. Everything is always about building on what they have, send them into places where they feel weaker, improve their sense of self, and really at the heart of it is, again, awareness. I'm trying to get them to look inside themselves and from that place... Um, know where they stop and something else begins. This is about so, boundaries. So, so, so Mary, I hear a lot of uh, generally what you do. So I guess what might be a better uh, for the listeners uh, listening to the show, uh, obviously you probably don't want to give out names or anything, but how about some uh, examples of what you're talking about? I mean, any stories of somebody and, and, and where they started and where you, you led them? Okay, so... Um, <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm stumped. But I'm going to go with the one that came. Oh, I'm sure mind. you'll you'll, you'll it'll, 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 you probably have so many kids rattling around in your head. But you'll one will probably pop in, and I'm sure that you'll that would be a good example of hey, this kid came to me this way, and this is what we did with this child, and and this was kind of the result. I I think it's better for the listener because we have a lot of uh, people that come on that that help others that uh, in, in all kinds of different ways. And it just seems like it really uh, makes a difference to the listening audience or the listener when you say, hey, I had. You know, example, child, you know, call him Fred. And uh, this is where we took Fred. And Freddie uh, just ended up being at this really good place. I understand what you're saying. I was just trying to think of a story that would really illustrate this well. Um, that um, So I'm going to just tell this story because this is one that um, – People may or may not relate to, but part of what I do out okay. there, if you're a hunter, you know that you can feel the presence of animals on the land. Most people, you know, animals don't necessarily act the same way every time 
Um, they're not going to take the same way home every time, but you can generally figure out where they're going to be. I actually, when I started hunting, my my understanding of survival skills and the, my capacity to listen, hear more, see more, notice more, really, really expanded. And so um, one of the things I, I will do is I'll have them play this game. I have them play capture the flag, but they're playing it in the woods. <clears throat> so it's not like a big open field. So the, the, the focus of the game is on stealth, being quiet, noticing the patterns of the people you're playing against, <clears throat> listening really carefully, you know, just all your different senses engaged in trying to uh, play the game. And you're motivated by a desire to win the game. I had a boy that I worked with <clears throat> for a long time, and I used to, I, I would say to all of them, hey, when you're out there, eventually what I want you to do is I want you to try to f kind of feel where the other players are or feel where the flags are, um, even though you can't see them. You know, you can't see them, smell them, you can't feel them, but I want you to try to do this. And I would give them activities that they could do that would enhance that capacity to, to do that. This kid was working for me one day. He had become a... Um, a counselor in training, and I'd had him with me for since he was like 10 years old, and he was probably about 15 by then. And he came back to me one day, and he said, Mary, I, I finally know what you're trying to tell me. I went out today, and I was playing, and I was able to, f to feel where these flags were. I was basically going and listening, and I was able to find all of them, and I got them all, and nobody ever saw me. I said, that's very good. Keep it up. <laughs> show somebody else how to do that. And his friend said, yeah, I want to learn how to do that. And so this is an example of the kind of thing that I'm trying to get them to do. I mean, yes, of course, they're learning about fires and how to put fires out. They're learning about shelter, how to create shelter, there, and then why they would want to do it a certain way, carving and archery and making bows. And we also do knife making. We do steel knife making using forges. Um, all of these things they're learning, but all of these things to require that they look at things in a certain way in order to be effective at them. Um, so that example of that one young man, and I saw him last year, and I didn't even recognize him. He gained like, he literally gained like a foot and a half. And, uh, you know, we just have a really good relationship, even though um, I'm not in his life all the time. But... That was one of the situations that happened with my kids that really um, moved me. I've had other kids come to me, and they don't know how to use a fishing pole. We use fishing poles. I, I tend to use tech, and then I move towards more primitive methods because I really want them to be able to walk on the woods with nothing and still get, still make it. I want them to move through life that way, that they don't need something. They might want it, but if they lose it, they won't fall apart because they have themselves. That's what I want them to have. And so I had one child come to me, and he struggled with um, swimming. I mean, they all have to have vests on. kid was five and a half years old. And at five and a half, he's in a really different place developmentally. And he was struggling with uh, swimming because um, he couldn't figure out how to get back on the dock. And, of course, I was there. I was watching everybody. And I looked at him and I said, listen, if you move your body down to the end of the dock, you'll be able to stand. And then you can get out by yourself. I can pull you out if you want. And he goes, no, no, I want to do it myself. So he pulls himself down to the edge of the dock, pulls himself out of the water. And after that, he didn't have a problem. 
he developed something through that process, uh, an appreciate, uh, you know, a trusting of himself, and he began to problem solve too. Now, I'm going to diverge here for just a moment. I had a conversation with a young man yesterday who was telling me that he had run into an old high school teacher who told him that the difference between his generation, he's younger than I am, a lot younger, and and the generation he's teaching, teaching now is they don't really seem to know how to, at least in this man's experience, they don't know how to th- think things through. This teacher has to tell them every step. I force these kids to think things through all the time when they get stuck. Now, I'm right there, and I can give them hints. I can carry them through. And in the end, I will take them through if they want to go. I'll, I'll explain it to them. But I want them to start to develop that capacity to trust what they know, trust what they're learning, and do more with it. Um, if I think of some other good examples of kids. No, that's, that's great. That's great, Mary. I mean, we're going to hit a, a commercial break. Joe, I was going to go to you and say, sounds like what Mary's doing is, is recreating the Boy Scouts and with a little more deeper issue to it. Yeah, you know, that's a, a good analogy uh, as well. But it's, and it sounds like, too, like if, if you got kids out there that, that are interested in nature or, or things of that nature, uh, another great way to build up kids and build up self-esteem uh, by giving them skills like this, especially if they have an interest in nature to begin with. Uh, we'll be back right after the break. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. The Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carry-out-sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, buy the first tree at regular price and mix or match a second tree for only 50 cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. Hey folks, Larry Elder here. The rumors are true. KHNC listeners are loving Y-Refi. They're investing in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or to the Fed. A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily, you're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compounded, whatever you choose. And get this, there is no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Eldorados, you got to get in touch with Y-Refi. I've met with them personally, and take it from me, the great Eldersky, 
They are trustworthy, honest, and you can earn a fixed rate of return up to 10.25%. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-YREFI24. Click on investyrefi.com or call 888-YREFI24. You will be glad you did. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. You know, there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace. It's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. The Half-Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC at Welcome back. The half empty cup of Joe. The phone number to call if you want to talk to Mary and have some questions, 877 536 1360. Chris Lewis, even though he hasn't spoken much in the, the first couple of segments, he's also here. Uh, but we covered a lot of ground, I think, with Mary about what she does, which really, I mean, Mary, you tell me. I mean, it sounds a little, it sounds like you're. You're, you're creating a good uh, competition for Boy Scouting. That's what it sounds like. And I think if my son, who was, who was a Boy Scout, uh, if he was brand new going into it uh, nowadays, I probably would send him to you. And is, is this part of, what, part of what your business is? Is this something that kids sign up to, or how does that work with you? Yes, kids can sign up, and we have a variety of different programs that we offer. They're classes, really. Um, at least that's what I call them. But um, – you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know a lot about what the Boy Scouts do. <laughs> I kind of, you know, went in this direction because I was responding to the people that were in front of me. Um, I, I was just um, talking to Chris about some of the things I see in the kids that come to me, places where they get challenged. And uh, you had started out talking about boys. Like I said, I do have girls that come to me. Uh, but I predominantly I get boys that come to me and they stay with me for a long time and I think they stay with me because I give them the opportunity to make mistakes really and you know to have experiences I had a boy say to me one time gosh I can't even pick up a stick in any other program but here I get to carve them you know so like there may be many elements of Boy Scouts that are similar to this but uh, the kids really guide the way we go in a lot of ways Now, one of the things I was talking to Chris about was that um there's a point in time, you know, I set, I set a lot of boundaries with these kids because what I'm trying to do is get them to check in inside so they get a sense of who they are, and then they start to develop a sense of boundaries. The biggest problem I see with the kids like they come to me is they don't really know who they are, and they don't have a sense of boundaries. Keeping in mind, developmentally, that's a different experience. Um, you know, when they're 10, it's going to be different than when they're 16, as we know. But um, I reach a point with them. 
especially if they stay with me for a long time, I reach a point where they're in that cusp of young manhood, where they're no longer, they're still, they're still theoretically kids, but they're no longer um, that young. They're not, a, they're not 10 anymore. They're thinking more abstractly. At that point, they need uh, strong male role models. It takes a, a tremendous amount of energy for me to hold space for them in those moments. I end up negotiating with them a lot more. I end up like, like I had one group of kids, that, I have a group of kids that comes to me and they play airsoft. We call it airsoft hunting. They requested the class. I agreed to do it. And um, they're playing in the woods. They're very quiet out there. And that's what I'm asking of them. But they're all older boys. And when they come together, you know, they start interacting with, with, with each other like 15-year-old boys do, 16-year-old boys do. We have other kids that are a little younger, and I'm there. And one day I had to say to them, hey, you know, um, I know you're just being yourselves. I'm not going to make you bad for doing what you're doing. This is behavior that is leading you into some sort of a relationship with your manhood. I get that. I can't hold space for that. But what I can say to you is that you need to have awareness that you're not here by yourself. So I'm, I'm asking you to have awareness on that and rein it in when it really isn't appropriate. And they did. And so, but I need guys, you know, who are not going to... Um, abuse them, but who are going to be firm with them and help them with this. And I think that what happens, what I've observed in my group, and my group is a small sample, um, moms will try to protect their kids from having experiences. These are generalities, so I'm not, I hope I don't offend anybody with this, but they'll try to protect them, and the fathers will want to push them into places where they're challenged more and more. Some families, I, th I see that it works uh, well. The, the, the moms and dads, they, they work it out. In other families, there's more difficulty making that happy and happen, especially well, if they're— Well, Mary, I'll, I'll say this. That's, I think that's generally the way it is with, with uh, a married couple with kids. But I'm starting to see more and more where the, uh, the male is worried about the, the, little, the little boy falling and hitting his knee on something. I'm, I'm seeing that the, the male role is turning into the female role. But, Joe, you, you had a, some comments for Mary. Yeah, and I didn't, you know, Mary, I, I, and you can get back to where you were, but some some just really simplistic things here. Uh, age age range, so if there's people out there that are that may be interested in this, uh, when are the classes, you know, what, what's this, is it mostly on weekends, uh, during the week, is it during the day, at night, uh, and what about cost and all of those things as well? Okay, so... Um I work with kids generally from 6 to 12 years old. A lot of kids will stay with me longer. They'll stay till they're 16 or 17. They're self-selecting to stay involved. I will occasionally take someone who's five and a half if they're really in their body and they can keep up with the older kids. Otherwise, uh, the young ones can take too much um, attention from the group, and it's not possible for me to work with the other boys at their level. As far as classes go, most of my classes have been in the summer. I do offer classes during the year. I, I offered a spate of classes this fall. But a lot of times what happens in the fall is uh, kids will have other interests or obligations. There's all that homework they have to do, which is way more than I had to do when I was a kid. And uh, also um, other like sporting activities and different things. So sometimes um, people will come to a, an af a weekend or evening program other times, there's not as many of those. I also do custom classes. If people want a custom class, I will do that for them. I taught two kids a month and a half ago in one day. We went over five different methods of 
making fire and putting fire out. And we went from high-tech to low-tech. They made bow drill sets before they left. They were very focused children. Um, and so, I mean, I will do small classes, larger classes. We, we will create specific programs. We can pre- create programs for families. Um, I mean, the sky's the limit. In the, during the, the school year, we're generally doing custom uh, programs for people. And in the, all summer from late May till mid-August, we're running a variety of theme programs. Some of them are general smorgasbord programs where kids can come and do a variety of different things like fishing, swimming, canoeing, um, carving, some survival skills, various games. And then we have a, a class that's just capture the flag. We have uh, just fishing. We have a lot of forging classes where they get to make metal knives. And we do bow making. And we do the airsoft class, airsoft hunting. So that's what we have scheduled for the summer. Prices, uh, a custom class will depend on how many hours, you know, what specifically you want, and we would make a charge on that basis. Um, We ran a a mini bow making class, teaching people the the rudiments of bow making. Essentially, they learn how to make the bow bend, so they learn the most about tillering. And um, that class we ran for $300. It was... um, an eight-week course. Our, our um, forging classes tend to be about $425 for a week-long class. Um, if, we, if we spread it out over several weeks, it, it tends to be $400. But again, you know, we work with people as well where they're at. We'll get Mary's contact info in the next segment, how you can get a hold of her. And uh, we'll have more with Chris Lewis and Mary on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Half Empty Cup of Joe. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. If you've ever been frustrated or frightened by a cut or a nosebleed that won't stop bleeding or had an emergency where bleeding can't be controlled, you need Bleed Stop. It's a safe-in-the-wound, non-stinging, FDA-cleared powder that's clinically proven to quickly and easily stop bleeding even for severe wounds and for people on blood thinners or people with nosebleeds. My oldest son cut himself with a knife quite badly, and we had Bleed Stop with us, and we put it on the wound, and it stopped the bleeding. Bandages don't do much to stop the bleeding, certainly not if you're on a blood thinner. Bleed Stop works. Simply put Bleed Stop onto any cut or wound, apply pressure, and watch the bleeding stop easy to apply it doesn't burn it doesn't sting take away your bleeding fear bleed stop absolutely works even if you're on blood thinners or suffer from nosebleeds bleed stop is used in emergency rooms across the country bleed stop only works if you have it on hand imagine what bleed stop can do for a serious cut find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 khnc webpage get yours today this is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693.
The Half Empty Cup, Joe and Jason, uh, we got Mary with us, and I'm just thinking about, you know, uh, what Mary's been talking about, and, and just just this last week, uh, my wife and I got together with some of our friends, and, and you know, who knows how you get talking about these things, but we were talking about uh, school and, and how it's changed, and one of the things uh, we were talking about is, you know, during hunting season, you know, it, it was nothing. Kids would have a gun rack in, in the truck that they drove to school, and, and during hunting season, they'd have their shotgun in there, and as soon as school got out there, they were going to head out to the woods and, 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 and go hunting. And, and, of course, today, you know, I haven't I mean, let's face it. The cops are going to be there. The SWAT team's going to be there. Anyone's got a, a gun on campus, right? Uh, you know, all hell's going to break loose, but... I also think, you know, we, we've lost a lot of that ability uh, to, to, to understand how nature works. Uh, and, and, again, to go along with, you know, and I love sports and team sports because I think it helps kids grow. It helps with confidence. And, and a lot of this, you know, Mary's talking about the same thing, being able to go out into nature and be able to, to survive and use your mind and cognitive thinking and understanding situational awareness, emotional intelligence, all of these things play out. And and we've got you know the, you know think about the fifteen minute cities and what government wants and everybody to to not be able to get out to nature. And I think a lot of people now we're seeing all these TV shows about getting out in nature and surviving. And, and I think that a lot of people are probably thinking, man, this would be pretty neat if my kid could learn how to do these things. Because, hey, then he can come home and maybe teach mom and dad how to do these things, you know, because it may be a situation uh, where this is going to be needed. And, and Mary, we really would love to know if you've got a website uh, what the website is, uh, some contact information so people can uh, have a conversation with you and ask you questions. Sure. My website is called wayofthewild.org, wayofthewild.org. Um, it's actually Way of the Wild, and you get it at .org. <laughs> if you put that in, it'll bring me up, and it'll tell you about um, things that I'm doing right now, a little bit about the past. It's not as up-to-date as I would like it to be, but... <laughs> Um, most of the kids that work for me at this point, they're not really, well, they are kids by our standards, but they're, they're young men. I've got a a guy who's 20 that started with me when he was eight. And I have another young man who's worked for me who's 18 and he started when he was nine. And so, you know, these, these guys come up through the ranks. They understand what I'm doing and I, and I've worked really hard to empower them to be able to, um, teach, you know, share what they know. And um, that's been a real joy for me. So, I quick question, um, maybe not so quick. Um, you know, what what do you want to leave? You know, our listeners with what? What's you know? Do you what? What do you want to leave our listeners with? What's a good? Okay, so um, um, when I say I teach survival skills, that's what I call it. But how that has evolved in me is that I've realized that the most important thing that you can develop is your capacity for awareness. And what I mean by that and how I get it with them is I'm constantly putting them back towards their own experience. So, you know, if they're having a hard time, if they're bored or afraid or they're angry or whatever experience they're happening, having, 
I try to make them aware that that is, ex- is an experience they're happening, but it's not them. There's something quiet inside of them that is different. And from that place, in that place, they can actually feel the presence of other things. They can actually notice more. Survival is, in my opinion, something we are always in. But the word survival comes from French, and it, it um, from a French derivative. It may be older than that. Please forgive me if I'm not 100% correct in this. But the essence of it is sur means above and vive means live. You're living with passion. So when they do something, when they get turned on by making a bow or they get turned on by skinning an animal and learning how to do all this, this is about this is about them expressing their personal passion for achieving more, for knowing more, for understanding more. I capitalize on that with them by trying to help point them back towards themselves all the time. I'm not doing it. I'm not telling them what I'm doing because that doesn't work. I'm inviting them into an experience I'm honoring their ability to make decisions, and I'm holding them to standards, and I'm keeping them safe. Number one is safety. Number two is fun. Without those things, the third one is hard to get to. Number three is skill. They will develop the skill if the other factors are there. I'm not – this isn't like the TV show alone or any of these TV shows. This is about if you're lost in the woods with nothing – and you're in running clothing, what are you going to do to keep get yourself out, to keep yourself safe? I've had kids tell me stories about t- stuff like this where they knew what to do. You are, you're, you're lost and you don't have all your stuff. You don't have your go bag or whatever it is you're bringing. You have to be able to face whatever you're in in the moment and quiet yourself and come to the right decision because right it, will, decision. it will come to you. It's like magic. I tell people I don't teach... Um, I'm not conventional in, in how I do this. I teach you so that if you happen to be in a cocktail dress in Denver with heels on and a purse and you just walked out of a, a concert into a riot, you know what to do to get out of that because you're in survival. They will tell you that uh, when they do – there's a, a field of study that uh, in psychology that deals with rites of passage, people going through transitions. They say it came from Native people, but that was just a psycho- – that was a, an anthropologist who named that. Whatever they were doing is was within their culture. They talk about this, and they say that there's something called the liminal zone, where what you thought was true no longer works or isn't true. And then you're in this place where you don't know what's going on. You don't have that truth to lean into. And then on the other side, it's a new truth. I would say, I would suggest, you're always in the liminal zone. You fall into a false sense of security because you think because that... You think that everything's going to stay the way that it is, and you can lean into that. You can to some extent, but you can't always become complacent because it's just a measure just a of what measure is happening. Of what is. Remember, the ground is always there. The figure is your measure. The ground is there. So you have to, I mean, enjoy life. I help them enjoy life. I help them develop a sense of accomplishment. I help them look inside, take pride in themselves, themselves. not feel the need for other people to be a certain way for them to be okay. It's a long journey for them, but it's starting. And their parents also endorse this. They do it too with their kids. Those are the people I tend to attract. You're listening to Mary and Chris here on the Half Empty Cup of Joe. We'll be right back. One more segment. 
My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hey, folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. Are you looking for a simple, powerful way to boost your health and wellness? Gruska C60 Oral Supplement detoxifies your body at the cellular level, supporting brain, muscles, joints, organs, and nerve function. Joe's been taking C60 in sunflower oil for six months, and it improved his chronic joint pain and inflammation. Visit c-60.com or call 720-600-6040. Tell them Naturally Inspired Radio sent you. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out. 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Here's a little song I wrote. Might want to sing it note for note, don't worry. Be happy. Final segment here of the Half Empty Cup on a Wednesday. Uh, Joe and Jason, Chris Lewis, and we got Mary wayofthewild.org. And, and if you all, you can just Google all one word or whatever your search engine, Way of the Wild, and, and she'll pop right up. But Way of the Wild. Dot org if you want to reach out uh, to Mary and, and inquire more about what she does. But I just feel like Jason and Chris and hearing what Mary's doing, this is a huge need uh, that isn't being done, I, I don't think, anywhere. Uh, you know, this used to be, you know, back in the, you know, back in the old day, you know, uh, this is something uh, a dad and his kids would do and, and, and it would be taught that way. This is a skill that it seems like, uh, at least for me anyway, uh, the government would like people to lose. And I think it's something very important that, that, that is exist in people's ability to be able to handle any situation you can just see the value in this especially if you got a kid that really loves the outdoors likes hunting likes fishing likes doing things uh this just seems like a no-brainer jason yeah you know this is this is the boy scouts i'm gonna say that even though mary doesn't have experience with it this is what the boy scouts what i'll say what the boy scouts used to be now if you're listening you're a boy scout uh, leader and, and you're, you're you're angry or don't like me saying it 
I know that each Boy Scout troop is a little differently, but I watched my son as a Cub Scout grow into a Boy Scout, and I saw what was going on with the organization, and the Boy Scouts just simply aren't what they used to be. I think Mary has just quite essentially just stepped right into it and is, is re- kind of rekindled the flame of what what the Boy Scouts used to do, which is to, you know, outdoor self-reliance, you know, and, and, and learning how to, you know, know who you are and what you're capable of doing, Chris. I, I don't know about you, but that yeah, sure and, sounds like what I was and listening de- to. developing young, aimless boys into quality men who are self-responsible um, and can take care of themselves um, and not be reckless, raging, you know, hormony, toxic men, right? She's... Trying to find, you know, help develop our young men into being better men. So, yeah, I, I, I can't say enough good things about what Mary does. Um, and and I'm just, you know, I'm super psyched to know her and to, you know, be along there for the ride. So, yeah. Mary? Mary, Mary what do you have for the last minute of our show? Personal responsibility is what I'm trying to teach these kids to trust themselves and be okay with making mistakes. I'm also doing it in a way that is is, is about as indirect as possible. A lot of it is what I'm modeling. I also want to say that my philosophy of survival is a little different than some other people. I tell people, hey, if you walk out of a concert in Denver, like you go to a classical concert, you walk out, you get a cocktail dress on, you get heels, you get a little purse, and you walk out into a riot. What are you going to do if you're a survivalist? You're going to be, you're going to figure it out. You're going to know. You're not even going to figure it. You're just going to react to the situation and know what to do. Yes, I use nature. Nature calms the nervous system. It brings us into a different place within ourselves. But I'm working with modern kids. Most of them are not going to be survival skill teachers. They're going to have to live in our world and lead us. So I'm asking that they become their own leaders and that they actually are checking in When you get into that place in yourself, that place that's not about I am anger versus I'm having an angry experience, you know, then you start to know yourself. In my experience, kids that go to that place actually become, they're kinder, they're they're more expensive, they're more effective, they're, they're clearer, they're fiercer about life. All of the things you want for your children, they have it. Joe, that's, that's the end of the show. Joe, why don't you take us out? Thank you, Mary, for being here. Thank you to everybody for listening. God bless everybody. Alex Jones coming up next. Thank you. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. Are you looking to sell your access construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.